escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Nana Aqua, Mother, Mrs. Naomi Boli Aqua. Funeral arrangements are as follows. Family gathering and a vigil on the 9th of February 2024. Saturday the 10th of February 2024, burial service at the Central District Assembly School Park. Anya Antiaku at 7 a.m. Interment at Bowie Cemetery. Funeral rites will follow immediately after interment at the Central District Assembly School Park. Anya Antiaku. Sunday, 11th February 2024, Memorial and Thanksgiving service at Good Shepherd Methodist Church, Bubuashi, Accra. All friends and sympathizers are cordially invited. Ebusia Penning Nanopong Penying Ejikum. Jasihine Brehoma Agona Samain and the entire family regret to announce the death of their beloved B.A. Opoku, Bediakon Limited Accra, whose sad event occurred on the 10th of October 2023 at the 37th Military Hospital in Accra. He was 87. Funeral arrangements are as follows There will be no wake, the body will lie in state. On Saturday, the 10th of February, 2024, from 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. at his residence, Agone Samain. Burial service, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. at his residence, Agone Samain, followed by interment, which will be private, at 10 a.m. Final funeral rites, 1 p.m. at Kunya Park, Agone Samain. Thanksgiving service will be on Sunday, the 11th of February, 2024, at 10 a.m. at the Methodist Church, Agone Samain, widow Mrs. Mercy Opoku, children Kweku Opoku USA, Eric Opoku Accra, Kwesi Boating Opoku USA, Florence Ama Sewa Opoku UK, Kofi Opoku Accra, Gifty Efu Opoku USA, Efua Mankwa Opoku Accra, Victoria Ajua Opoku USA, and Kwejua Santi Opoku Accra, grandchildren 19, great-grandchildren 4. All friends and sympathizers are cordially invited. Togbe Agbesi Ausi II, Avadada of Anlo. Togbe Zeu IV, Dufia of Anloga. Togbe Dalavaga III, Anloga. Togbe Goka II, Anloga. Togbe Damaja II, Anloga. Regent Zowonu, Anloga. Togbe Zonyra, Anloga. Regent Le, Anloga. Set Segle. Kafui Maniga, the Tamaklo, the Nyaho Tamaklo families of Keta, Mr. and Mrs. Stephen Hotto, Amasha Partners Limited, Wegehe 71-year group, the Maniga Azra, Akwe and allied families of Anloga and Apam, regret to announce the passing of their beloved Victoria Sandra Senam Maniga Awovi. She was 71. Funeral arrangements are as follows. File passed Wednesday, the 14th of February, 2024, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. at the All Souls Church, Lashibi Funeral Home. Burial service on Wednesday, the 14th of February, 2024, at 8 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. at the All Souls Church, Lashibi Funeral Home. Interment will be private. Final funeral rites, Wednesday, the 14th of February, 2024, 10.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. 
at the pavilion, Lashibi Funeral Home, children, Kosesa Akwe, Esquire, Senior State Attorney and Adjunct Law Lecturer, Gimpa Law School, Kojokwe Akwe, MDJS Reliance Limited, former branch manager, Omni Basic Bank, Laboni Branch, grandchildren, five. All friends and sympathizers are cordially invited. End of the announcements. Super Hits Radio, Radio. Joy 99.7. Legendary group uh, Magic System, together with Yemi Alade and uh, the whole crew bringing us that official song for AFCON 2023 in Côte d'Ivoire, which now has a clear picture uh, as regards who will go into that big final on Saturday. The Super Eagles of Nigeria, three-time champions, knocking on a fourth. And of course, the elephants of Côte d'Ivoire, who on all two occasions have done this uh, at the expense of the Black Stars of Ghana, knocking on a third opportunity. Who wins this one? And uh, here with me in the studio are Samia Mwesi and Victor Achutamaklo. We'll be going on the ground to Cote d'Ivoire as well. Our men are there on the ground to bring us uh, what the conversations are like, you know, especially knowing that they're just on a brink of supporting their team to win a third AFCON title. And boy, oh boy, isn't it a story of a very big episode of uh, drama because Côte d'Ivoire are going into this with a makeshift appointment of a coach. We'll do all of that analysis and how 
it could turn out to be a real uh, fairy tale story. Now, I'll just start off by going onto my Facebook wall, my personal Facebook wall, Nathaniel Atto, Citizen Atto. And there's some very interesting uh, set of comments coming in because immediately, you know, uh, the final confirmation was done. I went out there and wrote and asked if uh, Ghanaians would rather Nigeria equaled the record of four titles or that we had Cote d'Ivoire do uh, a third. So this is it. So this is on my personal uh, Facebook page. So, so would you rather Nigeria equals Ghana's four titles or Ivory Coast makes it number three? What are your reasons, by the way? And this is, uh, these are some of the responses um, I got. Very, very interesting set of responses, you know, on, on, on my page. So I'm just going to go over there and um, let you have a feel of, of what people are saying, you know, in this side of town. Um, very, very interesting as well. And we're also going to look at those on the losing end. I'm talking about the Bafana Bafana of South Africa and also the, um, you know, the Congolese national team, DR Congo, making it to the top four. Uh, very interesting set. Okay, so there we go. Uh, let me just scroll up. Okay, there we go. Okay, so um, Maximus Atta, my good friend. Uh, Maximus uh, says, Ghana was winning in Asian times when football on the continent was not that competitive and everything about Ghana was so fiery. Nigeria would win this cup and surpass our ancient glory. I'm not even sure Ghana can win an AFCON uh, trophy in our lifetime again. Hey, Maximus. <laughs> now, Muhammad Diwan says, Nigeria should even overtake Ghana. Now, Dana Jay, uh, okay, Dana Jay, in fact, Dana Jay's son uh, is Giovanni, who won the spelling bee, uh, you know, this weekend. Uh, Giovanni Ajay, that's, that's his father. Dana Jay says, host and win. So he's on the side of Cote d'Ivoire. Francis Ajay, he says, far for Nigeria, so it will teach us a lesson to be serious with our football. Now, Citizen Boachiansa says, Ivory Coast, of course. Godson Turbine says, um, colonial trophies, stop counting them. Okay. Rita Koko has the Ivorian flag, and that is enough of a statement. Now, Henkin Klonobi uh, Ajase Kojo says, uh, we will die in the hands of Nigeria if they win or equal our four titles. It will be better for Ivory Coast uh, to make it. Niger dear, like we die, teasing all over us. Okay. Christabel Dazi says, um, you know, Christabel Dazi says, I would go with Ivory Coast because of the comeback kid story. It's too amazing. And oh, we won't hear the end of it from Niger. You know, people are just, you know, <laughs> very much concerned. Amikus Daniel Awuni says, I prefer Niger any day. It will make us wise up and we play too much with our football issues. Now, uh, Kwesi Amwa says, Ghana is living in past glory of our forefathers. Nigeria will win. Now, Samuel Nikwe Morrison is giving us a history lesson here. As a Ghana, I'm a Ghana as well. Uh, my second country is Nigeria. So I'm going for Nigeria, bro. In fact, I just spoke to my Nigerian brothers where we are going to watch the final. Okay. Uh, David Amikwame says, whoever wins doesn't concern me. Okay. Nutifafa Kojo Zanu says, yes. Yes to what? Uh, host and one. That's what Kweku Jr. says. And uh, Elias Firi says, hmm, tough choice. Is there a way both teams uh, can lose? Well, it's not possible. And then uh, Emeritus is talking boxing. He wants us to discuss boxing. So this is what it's looking like on, you know, on my personal Facebook wall. Uh, you know, people are divided regarding how it's going. But, but yesterday gave us some, some very good entertainment. Yeah, I think that uh, both games really proved to be like um, it's a semi-final game. You look at the, the, the determination from both sides. I mean, South Africa, Nigeria, 
DR Congo and then um, Ivory Coast as well. So it's really proved that, listen, African football, some countries or some teams are declining. But I mean, holistically, I think that we are really making progress. And for me, I think that in the final, especially, I mean, I think that for so many years, I, I don't think we've had, I mean, winners, former champions coming to play in a space where most of their players are playing competitively. Most of their players seem to be in the peak of their form, especially when it comes to their, their, their career, their, I mean, their training. So for me, I think that the semi-final worth it and the final, I think that will, will caps everything. But I think that even though I think I was here on Monday and I was, I was hoping to see South Africa, I mean, at the final, but I think that they were just unfortunate. I think Nigeria are too strong this time around, and that's why they were able to make it. So for me, I think that for final, I mean, I can't simply wait for, for, for the final on Sunday. Azu? I think we saw a brilliant game um, between Nigeria and South Africa. Ultimately, it came down to just the quality of the penalty kicks that... And before Africa. you go on, you know, there was conversation about, you know, Rowan Williams and how he could come to the party. Yeah. Stanley Wabali took his place, yeah. you know, and, and, and Rowan got the direction of that, pen, that first penalty. He did. But mm -hmm. again, it reinforces my point, and, and I've espoused that on this show, that when it comes to penalty shootouts, it is not a lottery. Mm. In fact, the science of penalty shootouts favor, favors the takers. And so in any shootouts, the team with the best takers always wins, not necessarily the best goalkeeper, because after the goalkeeper makes the save, still, you would need a player to go out there and then score to drum home the advantage. And unfortunately for South Africa, the same theme that played out against Cape Verde, in the sense that the penalty kicks they took were very poor. Only that Kivet were somehow worse than South Africa when it, can, when it came to the taking of the penalty kicks or the quality of the shots. And so you found a lot of very central um, kicks that were close enough within, uh, or within proximity to Williams. And so he really didn't have to break sweat to save those. Against Nigeria, you realize that, yes, he got the direction right for a number of those, but the quality of the kicks made it practically impossible. So he guessed right. So he did his research. He saw where Trustekong was likely to hit his penalty shootout because he had seen him take that penalty shootout against Iricos. He had seen Trustekong against Ghana. Similar pattern of where he sent these penalty kicks. But the difference this time was the quality of the kicks that the Nigerians took, Kelechi and Hianacho, and all, all of those players who took them. And that, for me, is the heartbreaking part of this because you look at the football that they played over 90 minutes. I thought they looked a bit more brave than even the Nigerians. I thought they would be a bit more pragmatic. I didn't expect them to show that level of adventure in the sense that in the first half, all the brilliant chances fell to them. Even on the cusp of full time in extra time, we saw that brilliant chance that fell to Mudao. How he failed to score that chance, only he can tell. So the South Africans played well. They exhibited good understanding of the way the Nigerians played. And I'm sure we'll get into the conversation of how they were able to stay in that game for so long. And mm. for those who follow the analysis that we made here, we explained how, although Alex Wobi was a brilliant player in the... Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.